When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. The home stops. He throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake Delhomme. Hey, everybody! The Jordan and Jake podcast back on the air. I'm Jordan Gross, and we are powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice. But there's only one better choice, Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. My co-host, Jake DeLome, is ready from his usual studio of inside his truck somewhere in Louisiana. Jake, I'm excited to talk to you about uh, how your weekend was. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Jordan. It's nothing like, um, you know, recording from inside this, the beautiful confines of my truck, but also coming off of a win. It was a, uh, a fabulous weekend, a typical Charlotte weekend, how I like to envision, envision it. About 48, 50 degrees in the morning, warm up to about 70, crystal blue skies, you know, crisp air, and the Panthers got a win, and Sweet Caroline played. So, great weekend, all in all, and uh, just hope you can hold up your end of the bargain this weekend. That's all I'm saying. I've got a lot of football in me. Uh, we got a long road trip, about a five-hour bus ride on Friday to uh, open up the playoffs, and then we will return about two o'clock in the morning, I'll probably get home. And Saturday, I come to Atlanta. So a lot. But as I was saying to David Langton, executive producer of our game day broadcast off the air earlier, what better sleep is there than a school bus to sleep on? So I'll be I'll be feeling good, Jake. Don't you worry. Okay. Well, who are we facing in the playoffs? Do we have a shot? Is it an uphill battle? What's What's the deal? There's, you always have a shot, Jake. Come on now. Okay. I you always have a I shot. I love hearing it. We're playing this. We're playing the Snake River Panthers. The Snake River Panthers. Yeah, that's kind of uh, the Snake River Panthers. Okay. Yep. And yeah. So do we have a do we have a shot? I think we're pretty evenly matched, man. I do. It's the the high for the day is like forty three, and the low is twenty four. Seven o'clock kickoff. So it'll be a little bit chilly, but we'd be getting acclimated. I think everything will be good, but. I was thinking, Jake, as I'm watching the Panther game, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to loop all this together, okay? As I'm watching the Panther game, I recorded it. Because for me, like a 1 o'clock game starts at 11 o'clock here in Idaho, right? 
So right. we had some family stuff and I knew I was going to be late getting into it. Like I could start watching around noon. So I recorded it. Well, as will happen, pretty much everyone I know on Sundays gives me updates of the Panthers. If I run into somebody or it's family or whatever, you know what I mean? Cause they like want to celebrate yes. or sympathize. So it was one of those situations where I knew the Panthers won before I hit play. Right. And what I'm getting at here is it's amazing the the emotional roller coaster that vanishes away when you know the outcome. So case in point, I'm watching this game and it's zero zero. The Panthers it's zero zero and Tom Brady's there and you know he's trying to get hot against Mike Evans and blah blah blah. And and if had I not known had won easily, I would have had so much anxiety in that second quarter or. Or you know, in the third quarter, on some of the on that goal line stand, when the the Bucks ended up with a field goal um, in the third quarter, you know what I mean, Jake? But like knowing that you won, you're just so confident. Obviously, right? And I know this sounds silly, but here's what I'm getting at: we need to be able to trick ourselves, both as Panther fans, Panther players, whatever, and Fruitland Grizzlies. This playoff game, like, just believe if you if I could get us to just believe we're gonna win and play with that same level of confidence, Jake, the sky's the limit for either team. So the Panthers, man, I was so happy. Like you said, it was a crystal clear day. It was perfect, blah, blah. I was just so happy to watch the Panthers players and coaches having fun late in that game. Those wins at home against Tom Brady, who hasn't hasn't lost the Panthers since he's been a Buccaneer, it just was refreshing from all directions, Jake. I loved it. Well, I felt the same way, Jordan. Um, listen, no one gave us a chance. Um, what, going into the game, the keys to the game, I had two. And the first one was, can we have two explosive plays just during the game? I, instead of two a quarter, I would just want two a game. Just give us something. Then the next point was, who's going to be next and step up for our football team? Well, the first play of the game, it looked like it was an explosive play. And they had to challenge it. We just bobbled it. But we set the tone from right away. We tried to take a shot down the field. And then we took multiple shots down the field. And we had multiple explosive plays. And then on the flip side, there was many guys who were next. Next making the play. P.J. Walker. Certainly have to talk about him. Bradley Bozeman getting his first start at center. Thought the offensive line did a fantastic job. Deontay Foreman. Chuba Hubbard unfortunately went out with the injury. They both ran unbelievably hard. Terrace Marshall made some plays. Tommy Trimble, it's good to see him uh, so far this year. Uh, just It was like play after play guys made. DJ Moore, watching DJ, just watching him go in motion, he just looked different. There was a, there was a juice that this team had, and I don't know what it was or whatnot, um, what, but it just was there. And it was a team that – I'll be the first to say it. I thought this team had a chance to win seven, eight, nine games, possibly knock on the door as a wild card. Yeah. And, but watching the first month and a half of the season, I'm like, gosh, was I wrong? We just haven't seen that. But we saw something. And that was what was so encouraging. And now there's just some juice, some energy. You trade Christian away. What a weird week. Everybody's happy and sad at the same time. You're you're happy for Christian. He gets to go to a – in essence, a contender to fit in. You're sad you're losing a great player. You're happy because we get picks back. It's just, it was such an emotional week, but the, the team came out and showed up and played well. And now we're going to play another division opponent who 
they have surprised this year, but they're pretty beat up. I mean, they've got some injury issues now, so can we take advantage of that? And can we maybe get another win this week? Let's hope. The Snickers Rookie Mistake of the Year program is rewarding football fans who share examples of rookie mistakes they've made because maybe they just needed a Snickers. At the end of the regular season, one will be crowned Snickers Rookie Mistake of the Year with the fan winning two tickets to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona and a chance to celebrate with the team on the field. To submit a rookie mistake and learn more, head to snickers.com slash rookie mistake. Uh, one week ago, Jake, you and I were trying to figure out ways to be positive after the Rams game. We had we had Robbie Anderson yelling on the sideline. Can you blame us? No but can you blame no. us? No. I'm just yeah, recapping what I'm here. Saying. And it's right. It, football continues to show me that I know nothing about football. Okay. Like well, I, you're, you're not the only one because that football game Monday night between New England and Chicago – we were cooking dinner and I had it on whatever the countdown. Every one of those, the, the experts picked New England. I mean, it was just, it was, there was going to be no comparison in this football game. It was New England and Chicago beat them in every three, in all three phases easily. So the NFL, Jordan, that's what people don't understand. It's so difficult week in and week out. But here's what I'm going to say, though, Jake. Okay. So, we, yeah. I'm sorry ago, I keep interrupting. The, I apologize. No, interrupt. You're interrupt, man, because this is just, this is what everybody's doing that are pan- having any interest in the Panthers right now. They're having the same conversation. So, a week ago, the sky was falling. Oh, my God. It can't get worse. And then Thursday, oh, my God, it got worse. We traded Christian, right? <laughs> the team's just going to turn, tank, you know. Mail it in. The season's over, but yet there's still 11 games left or whatever. And somehow, like Phoenix rising from the ashes, the Panthers come out and like look awesome, right? They look awesome. Run the ball. PJ, moving the pocket, you know, throwing outside of the pocket. RPO, down the field, tight end, touchdown, corner route. You know, DJ, back of the end zone, toe tapping, amazing catches. You're like, man, beating Tom Brady, boom, boom, boom. Now we're one game out of first place. As asinine as that that sounds, we're one game out of first place in our conference. And we still have all our conference, you know, we got to face everybody at least one more time. Atlanta, obviously, two more times. Jake, should we get our hopes up? Should we get our hopes up? Why not? Listen, why not, Jordan? That's my deal. Why not? Uh, we're going to get some guys healthy to start to come back defensively for us. You know, Chin has to be right around the corner. Hopefully, J.C. Horn's back this week. Um, Why not? I mean, I understand. Okay, you hear people talking, oh, draft a quarterback and all that. that. That's for 2023. This is 2022. And... I just – I truly believe that. I think you can set a foundation to, to, to prepare yourself forward. Luke talked about it in the broadcast, the the team that went, I think, 7-9-1 and one, um, with the Panthers. And I think the following year – was the following year the 15-1 season yep. after that? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, the same thing, Jordan. After our Super Bowl year, we start out, what, 1-7. We have all these injuries, a whole new offensive line, and we win six out of our last eight. And what happens the following year? Boom, 11-5, and five, go on the road, road warriors, and we lose to Seattle in the championship game. So I think it can prepare yourself. Now, are we getting ahead of ourselves, or is the glass too full? I don't know. Frankly, I don't care. I liked what I saw last week. We looked like a solid football team. Love to see us build on it going into this week. 
All right, then I'm all in. You just sold me on it, Jake. I'm all in. I'm going to Vegas. I'm putting all my money on the Panthers to the Super Bowl. Is that right? I can I can go that far. Why not? You have to go. Okay, out I'm all to, in. What, your your belief has to be that every time you 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 walk into that building on Tuesday after the 24 hour rule, you have to believe that, don't you? That's my opinion, Jordan. I'm so full of positivity. You bring me down sometimes because you're negative, no, but I don't believe in that. It's, I believe in I'm po- I'm positive Paul here. I'm positive Paul. I mean, you're so excited. I think the airbags are going to go off in your studio there. There's just so much energy and stuff happening all around you. Okay, that's what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> the foundation, though, of some sustained success, all right, it, it, it begins with, you know, PJ starting again this week. Baker will be dressed – He'll be there in a supporting role. If PJ can continue to play the role that he's playing, the foundation's there. Here's why, Jake. We still got good running backs. As you said, Chuba, you know, hopefully he's up there. But it was so awesome seeing Foreman run and look like, you know, kind of what we saw last year with the Titans out of him. But the O-line, I got to talk about the O-line, Jake. Bozeman Please do. I want to know. Yeah, that's what I want. I want your, your critique on Bozeman and the O-line. That's what I want. Critique. All right. I'll, I'll, there's no criticism. Bozeman has sat patiently by. There was a competition for the starting center job in the offseason. Bozeman hurts his ankle, goes to Elfline. Elfline's out now, right? Hip surgery. He's done. So Bozeman's the guy moving forward. He's got his first baby on the way. I don't know the guy, but he looks like a lot of fun. When I see him in his helmet, it reminds me of Jeff Mitchell, our great friend, the center. And we used to say that right. it looks like his, his cheeks – we're fill, like overflowing through the face mask of his helmet. That's what I see when I see Bose, but he's just like exactly what you would want in a center, like grizzled and bearded and thick and has a good time out there. And he ended up with the best, you know, we, we talked about pro football focus and whether or not we should, you know, use that as a metric, but I'm using it. He had the best grade for all centers last week. Awesome. Like that's just outstanding, Jake. And, and so – so much uh, respect for what the Panthers did in the offseason to be able to bring in more depth at O-line and you lose your starting center and here comes a guy that plays better than anybody in the league that week. So, so pumped about him moving forward. Corbett, I love him. The more I watch him, the more I love him. He's out there and we're starting to see things out of our O-line, Jake. This is just so fun. Like late in the game, I, Bozeman had had one of the linebackers for the Bucks like by his shoulder pad and, and continued holding on it just to piss off the, the Bucks guy. And the Bucks guy's trying to slap and getting his hand off and, and Corbett's just standing there, you know, toying with him. And and Icky, you know, Icky, I'm, I wrote it in my notes as I'm watching the game. Icky's starting to like kind of bump, you know, go pick up the running back and like bump the defender. You know, nothing cheap, but just like what you want your line to do. Like let them know that, that they're there. One thing that I just thought was so cool reading stats and everything from the game, they, next-gen stats, like, tracks everything, Jake. Like, everything's tracked now, and there's so much information. But Icky had the fewest yards walking of any lineman in the NFL this week. All right, and that, that – he hasn't given up a sack in five games. I think he's playing really well. But there's some, something to say about if no one walked less than you in the NFL last week that your effort's there, and we see it in the way the run game's going. So I'm excited on that. That's the foundation on offense, DJ or tight ends. <clears throat> excuse me, everything around that's great. But then it's just our defense, man. Like, our defense is so fast, and they played so free and, and explosive. 
and unified and Burns is you know, left tackle Smith of the Bucks had two false starts, getting nervous, getting out of the hole. Like that's that's the kind of stuff that we've seen kind of happen to us a little bit in recent history. It's so fun watching it the other way around, Jake. So I'm sold on this Atlanta trip. Quick, quick getaway for the Panthers, easy trip down there. I think the the Falcons are set up to get beat at home. They're having trouble in the air, very good running the ball, but I think it's a win for the Panthers on Halloween, almost, Jake, Halloween Eve. So there'll be a lot of fans in the stands wearing costumes for whatever reason that is. But nevertheless, what a, what a turnaround, what a week to be a Panther fan. I agree with you, Jordan, and, and, and I'm excited. Um, you just – it was such a long month and a half, to be quite honest. It was it was difficult, and, and you only – um, you saw it, I think, during the course of the season, but you saw it in person in L.A. It's It was hard. It's difficult. And you just want to see some success. And, God, we saw that. And I don't know if you caught footage of the locker room after the game. Steve Wilkes gave a game ball to P.J., which was awesome. But also when David Tepper came in real quick and gave the, Steve, the ball to Steve Wilkes, like that was pure emotion, joy. It just means more. Listen. Any coach is excited, but, like, this is a charlatan. This is a Charlotte man, a Charlotte kid that, you know, to be able to walk off as the head coach of, uh, of your hometown team, uh, team uh, when, when times are bad, that was, that was great to see. I love seeing that. Jake, this is the Halloween game. I'm going to get off schedule just a little bit, as you know I like to do. It is the Halloween game. Have you ever in your life – I mean, I know the answer, but I think the, the, the mindset is interesting. Like I said, I know there's going to be people dressed up in Halloween costumes on Sunday at the game. Would you ever go to a sporting event dressed in a Halloween costume randomly? Jordan, I think you know the answer, but I'll give the audience the answer. If that happens, then I'm going to be uh, – you're going to have to check me for some mental problems right, <laughs> if I do that. <laughs> People love Halloween, Jake. They do. Again, they do. Off, and off they listen. That's just them. That's not me. I just think it's so funny how like you could just be driving along right now through any neighborhood, and all of a sudden there is just an eruption of zombies and skeletons, witches, you know, giant inflatables, whatever's going on in just this one house with smoke and lights and shrieking and then right next to it that house is completely normal but the the it seems to me that the halloween decorating has rapidly evolved to quite the scene jake well i I, i'm kind of wondering if it's maybe a little more so in idaho than it is in louisiana because it sounds like you you might be seeing a little bit more than maybe i'm seeing here in louisiana yeah, it's thick. I mean, and then the level of the level of the undead that is in some people's yards. <laughs> like I went by one house and they had like zombie babies in their front yard and tombstones. And I'm just now, like, I don't want if that you on my property. Like that just seems like, like, hey, honey, I'm eat. home. Hello there, little zombie babies. Good to see you. However, that happened to you is unfortunate, but now your decorations in my yard. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, the level of the undead. Never in my wildest <laughs> imagination I, did I think that line would be said during the <laughs> Jordan it's podcast. I'll send oh you some God. photos, okay? I'll send you – I mean, it's – they're done well, but, man, I went by one. There's, like, a nice – we go to Boise. There's this nice road 
that like is fa- famous for people really decorating at Christmas and all the holidays. And there's like the girl from the ring crawling out of this guy's yard. And there's it dude looking out through the bushes and we're walking down and like, Hey, this is family fun. And I'm just kind of thinking to myself, what an odd tradition. You know what I mean? But nevertheless, I'll be looking for costumes on Sunday at Atlanta. Jay, give me a rundown on Atlanta. Mariota's there. Hmm. 13 pass attempts last week. I mean, it's just kind of odd. They're three and four. They beat at Seattle. They beat Cleveland. They beat San Francisco. Like, big-time wins, but I don't even know what team we're going to get. Well, Cleveland, I'm not sure what type of football team that really and truly they are. San Fran, they dropped numerous passes in that football game. Uh, They had every opportunity. They just didn't play well. Um, Listen, watching Atlanta, uh, Mariota, I think, is playing some pretty good football. They don't ask him to do a ton, to be quite honest. And he's really – he's so athletic. He can still run the football well. The the young receiver, the top ten pick, Drake London, he is going to be a force to be reckoned with for a long time. Kyle Pitts, um, another kind of a freak show, the tight end, he's really having a quiet year, to be quite honest. He hasn't had the production, I think, that maybe everyone thought. Uh, and I'm the same way. Now, running the football-wise, they lost Cardero Patterson, who is a large man, kick returner, wide receiver, running back that's kind of become more so strictly running back. He's got put on IR a few weeks ago. That's a physical aspect of that run game that's missing. They want to truly run the football and kind of slow the game down. But defensively is where they had some issues last weekend. Joe Burrow had a field day against them, but they lost a couple of guys secondary-wise. Just last weekend, their number one corner, Terrell, they lost Howard a week or two prior to that. I think a safety went down. So they traded Deion Jones, their speedy linebacker. So Grady Jackson's still there on the D-line, but there's not a lot of household names for this team, and I'm not saying you need that. Um, I think this is a team that's in a rebuild. I just think they're playing a little bit better than a true rebuild team has played. I'm hopeful that, you know, with the injury situation that they undertook um, last weekend against Cincinnati, I, hopefully that's a that's a hangover that resonates into this weekend. Because, listen, I, hopefully our defense can show up and play consistent as we have been, shut down those two studs that they have. But offensively, can we run the ball like we did last week effectively? And can we continue to make the plays in the passing game? That's going to be the big thing. P.J., uh, you know his his confidence has to be through the roof. I would assume they're flying around the practice field this week. There's nothing like winning. So that's kind of my take on this game. Um, and uh, and hopefully it can be a, a victorious one on uh, Halloween. Well, I've always loved to go yeah, Halloween Eve. Get it right, Jake. They're Sorry. not quite at the level of undead just yet i've always loved going to atlanta even though it stressed me out and when we were when we were competing against them jake when they had like mike vick in his prime there was just like there was just no cooler environment in the nfl than the atlanta dome with michael vick coming out of the tunnel and samuel l jackson doing the rise up thing on the jumbotron i just that was that was a cool moment in nfl time to be a part of that experience Yeah, you're saying cool, and I'm thinking of Halloween and nightmares because I have a nightmare of Michael Vick in 2003 on a Sunday night. If we beat them, we clinch and win the division, and he is his first game back from his broken ankle in the preseason, and it's the last play of the game on fourth down, and it looks like we're going to stop him one yard short, and it's like he levitates for an extra yard and stretches the ball over the goal line, and we lose. 
and I cry like a little baby going back to the locker room. So yeah, you're talking about how great that was. I think it was a nightmare. You're, that's a bad memory you just brought up, Jordan. I didn't. You're the one that brought it. I was just saying it was cool trying to like paint the picture, cool. and you're the one that's all negative as usual. All right, that's it. I'm signing off. <laughs> Uh, enjoy your weekend off, Jake. Go out there and set up your decorations for Halloween. Uh, I'll be I'll be doing the football from eat from coast to coast, and you'll get the full update next week. This is the Jordan and Jake podcast. We're powered. Uh, no live read time. Powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over forty locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice, Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. Goodbye, well, Jets. I was just going to tell you good luck in your playoff game. It's your first playoff game as a head coach. I was wishing you luck. Don't need luck. We're going to win. I love it. I love it. So See you, you feel pretty good about it then, huh? Yeah, well, hey, you got to believe it. After your 24-hour rule, uh, that's what you got to believe going into the stadium. That's what a friend told me just recently. And, All right, any, uh, I'll see you later. I'll see you. I mean, we, not, you're gonna, I'm going to give something away. Nope, that's it. Okay, Goodbye. bye, Talk bye, 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 bye. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.